When you embark on a new venture, it's vital that you plan properly. And it's vital that you plan well so you know the steps necessary to get to you where you need to go to and where you are heading to. Because when you have that plan, when you run into issues, then you know the next step to take. It just helps you to continue and not to lose steam. And what is especially important is your one year, your three year and your five year plan. Because if you neglect your planning, you might run out of steam because you don't know where to turn to next. You might not know what the next step is. And another thing that is very important is to document your strategies and your activities. So even when you have a bad day, that you and your team know where you are heading to. So I'm dealing with these subjects and these essential leadership qualities in this episode. So stay tuned till right after the intro. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest. And now let's move on to today's episode. So in today's episode, we're going to take a closer look at leadership qualities. Now, the things that I'm going to focus on is really to help you to understand what leadership qualities we need. Some of these things are very simple. It's very obvious. But when I look around me, I see there's so many people that, that don't apply these things. And it's, it's almost like the basics that we sometimes just lose track of. And these are the things that most of the time, are the most important things that you and I need to remember. Because if we do not remember these, then we really leave a whole bunch of stuff on the table. And when you know these things, when you apply them, then it benefits you. But like you know by now, we are talking about true true leadership. And when you know what you need to do and you do it well then it doesn't only benefit you but it actually benefits the people that are around you and those are the things that are most important in your and my life today it's really to help other people to accomplish what they need to accomplish so whether it's your own company or whether you work for someone else It doesn't really matter. But the important thing here is to remember that these leadership qualities that you and I know how to apply and we do not apply them, that's what really hurts us and that's really what hurts other people as well. So I'm going to dig in a few uh, things here today. So the first thing that we're going to talk on is to be a finisher. And this is very important to 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 finish things that you start then we're also going to talk a little bit on self-discipline we're going to learn how to use your own brain not to be so reliant on outside things but really to take what you have build on that and then the practicality of leadership because if, if your leadership is not practical and you cannot use it and other people cannot use what you have 
or even know what you have or what you want from them because then it's very difficult for you to get where you want to go to because you need these people in your team in your organization to support you and to support the vision that you have the first thing that to me is very important is to know and to realize that there's nothing 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 new under the sun everything that's already been now sometimes it's hard to think that this is true or can even be true because we say you know we're living in a in a uh, time and in an age where everything is new every day but it's not really it's just an evolving of things in industry in in society everything has been and i can guarantee you the things that we see even in the political arena today we think it's new we think it's horrible or it's wonderful whichever but these things have been because as long as mankind has been on the face of the earth there's been some issues and right in the beginning when man was created uh, things happened they made mistakes and they lost the authority and the power that they've been created with and you and i are still impacted by that today and then a little bit later at the the tower of babel for example then things had to be um stopped there because man just did things that they were not supposed to do so there's nothing new under the sun and that's very important to understand however when you and i understand that when we take what we have and although it's not new although it's been before we still have to come up with creative ideas and take what we have and accomplish the vision that you have as a leader because that's very important that your vision is really what takes you to where you want to be your vision is what drives you but your vision is also for the people that are in your team and the people that are gathered around you to help you and to inspire them to be part of this vision so that you can accomplish your vision that's why it's so important to to know these things and to know that what you started it needs to be finished it needs to be completed now the first thing under uh, under this specific Uh, area of true leadership to be a finisher is planning now i'm not going to go into that much detail in planning but the thing that is important to you and i is to know that planning is vital so that you know the steps you need to take the necessary steps to get you to where you're heading for and there are three basic things that are very important and that's your uh, one year planning your three year planning and your five year planning and that's what all that I'm going to deal on today so when you start out even with a new project know where you want to be in a year from now so why is this important because when you go along the way and you don't really see the results that you really want to see and want to achieve then it's much easier for you to know when you look at your plan and to say okay i'm not there 
but I'm on the way. So if I have to change the plan slightly or even radically, it doesn't really matter. But that is the most important thing. When you have this plan, it's like a roadmap. And although you might have to take a detour here or a detour there, it doesn't really matter. But if you don't have a plan, then it's very hard for you when obstacles come to stay encouraged, to stay uh, motivated and to stay inspired to continue because then it's very easy to really get discouraged when these things come and it oppose you or people oppose you or things doesn't seem as if they want to work out, then it becomes very difficult to, to move on. But when your plan is, is there and it's solid and you know where you're going to, it makes it so much easier, especially in those difficult times. And the thing is, if you know where you're going and when things happen and even if you're not there when these things happen for some reason then your people your team know what's expected of them because they know the plan that's been put in place so that they can move on so when your planning is neglected you might might also run out of steam because when you run out of steam it's as if you don't know where to go. That's usually what happens when you run out of steam. You don't really know where to go because it seems as if nothing is, is, is happening uh, the way that it should and the way that you really want it to happen. And here it's also very important in the planning, as part of your planning, to document your strategies and your activities. So even if you have a bad day, you know that you're still on track. You know that you're still going where you need to go to. And that's also very important for your team because if a bad day comes or something happens and it almost shakes the whole environment where you guys are in, but you, the, the people know what's expected, there's, there's um, proper um, activities being recorded and, and everything is in place your strategies, everything is well documented and there's like a, a, a resource manual that's set up to get you to uh, go where you need to go to, then it's very important for your team and that encourages them and then they also know that you're not just, let's call it a fly-by-night, you are there to help them, you are there to support them, you are really the leader that you have uh, set out to be and that they see you as being and they look up at you and they can move then with you. And so if everything else fails, this uh, documenting of your strategies and your activities will at least allow you to, to know that you stay with your plan and that you know that you're on your way and that you will finish what you started. That's very important. And the thing here to me is, will you be able at the end of your days to be able to say, I fought the good fight, I finished the course and I've kept the faith. And that's not always so easy. It's easier said than done. So always remember, and I'm going to repeat this question. Will you be able to say, I fought the good fight, 
I finished the course, I've kept the faith. So that question only you can answer, but it's very important always to remember that. Now under this, this, this topic of being a finisher, it's also important to, to note that in order to be able to finish, you need to be a problem solver. And what do I mean by that specifically in this context? I mean that you have to take the finances that you have because we don't always have finances that are unlimited. Sometimes we only have a limited supply, especially when you start out. It's sometimes limited and you have to work with what you have so that you can grow what you have because you don't have access to anything else. You may have or you may not, but if you're in the position that most people are, they are limited supply. So use your finances that you have and learn how to get your finances to take care of everything that you need to do and where to get you where you need to go. And then also your people, your people are so important. So use the people assets that you have to also take you to where you need to go to. When you look after your people as a true leader, they're going to stick with you and they will walk this way with you because they're going to look up at you. And when they see that you focused, you know what you want, you know where you're going, then they're going to trust you and they're going to believe you and eventually they're going to believe in themselves as you inspire them, as you lead them and as you guide them. And then also use your creative abilities or learn at least how to stir up your creative uh, abilities because it's these creative abilities that's really going to set you apart and it's really to get you to serve other people, not only your own uh, benefits are going to be taken care of, but you're really going to help your team and also your customers. You're going to help them to achieve what they want to achieve. And, and that's very important at this point, just to note and to realize when your focus is on your vision and your vision is, is comprised of, you know, where you're going to, you know that you want to love on the people not only your own people in your own team, but also your customers. That is what makes you a true leader. And then problems, you know, when when problems and, and pressures are at its highest, it's really important to remember that those times where you may feel that, I don't know where to go, I don't know where to turn, should I quit or what? What am I going to do? Remembering those times, it's sometimes the times when you are the closest to the finish line. And if you stop then, you're going to lose everything. You're going to, it's just going to be disastrous. So never quit. Be a finisher. It is so, so, so important. And you know, here I'm thinking of the picture that I've seen. This man, he's standing with a pick and a shovel and he's in this tunnel underground and he's, he's, he's just um, chopping away and he's, he's just shoveling away. And at one point he just turns around and he decides, no, 
he doesn't want to go on so he just leaves these these tools he just leaves it there and he just goes and another man comes after him and he picks up the same shovel he picks up the same pick and he starts and you know what that little division between the gold and where this man was was about six inches 150 millimeters that's it and this man that came and he picked up these tools he was the one that got the gold he was the one he finished the other guy didn't want to finish and he lost everything he lost hope he lost everything but this man he went through and he got the gold which was actually supposed to be the other guy's uh, property it was it should have been his achievement but he stopped he did not complete and you know these principles that we apply in business it actually applies to every single area of your life and you know it starts in your house so it, it's applicable in your household it's applicable in a ministry it's a, applicable in a real estate business uh, a software company consulting just a normal service company it doesn't matter what industry or what sector of the industry you are in it applies to every person it applies to every little thing and like i said it really starts with your vision and your vision is then what drives you and when you trust in that vision that you were given you will also realize that you already have everything on the inside of you you don't really need anything from the outside that's what we most of the time what people want us to believe but we don't need anything from the from the outside everything that you have you've been uh, you've been blessed and it's on the inside of you so just dig deep and get those things out and here it, it it's just like I just said your vision or your calling can be in any area of your life and when you committed to complete it with excellence you can truly say that you have completed the race remember I asked you the question and here I'm just showing you when you apply these basic principles and I, I don't claim that these are complete uh, I mean there's a lot of things that we can still delve in and that we can can bring up but when you look at these things then you can or, and, and, and apply these things in your life then you can really say at the end I've completed my race and it's important it's important for you it's important for your team it's important for the people that you that you touch base with on every day of your life and these principles and there are spiritual principles and there are secular principles and these cannot be separated some people want to separate they, they think you you're a spirit a person on the one side and you're a physical person on the other side but you cannot separate it you're really three in one you're a spirit you're a soul and you're a body so all these things have to fit together and when you understand these principles then it also generates some thankfulness inside of you so and that's an attitude it's an attitude 
of gratitude, I call it also. So be thankful. Be thankful for what you have. Be thankful for who you have in your life. And when you are thankful, it just opens up doors to you. It's as if you see stuff in a totally different light. And, you know, our homes are so important. Your home is so important. And and the best and the biggest classroom or laboratory or or test bed, uh, I sometimes call it as well, is your home. Because it's in your home where you bring the spiritual and the physical things together in order to make it work. So in the office, it's it's not that difficult because you can... You can walk away, you can close the door, you can um, put down the, the telephone or you can just walk out. But at home, it's different. There you've got a commitment. You've got a commitment toward your partner. You've got a commitment toward your children. And that's not so easy just to walk out and just close the door behind you. So that's really where all these things happen, where you have to really relate to to your family to your to your people to your children to your wife to your husband and you must get these things together there are things at uh, at home that may break that you have to fix or at least get someone to fix it so there's a lot of things that you have to learn there be creative there and these areas or this area in your life is really what sometimes sets people apart so that they can really move forward and in their business environment where they can be successful. Because when you have success at home, it makes it so much easier to be successful in your business ventures because you're content, you're happy, you're grateful because of what you have and what you know you have at home. And like I just said, it's, it's, your home is actually a greater challenge than your business because you can't just walk away. So the second uh, area that we're going to look at is self-discipline. Now, first you have to learn the things that you don't know. Now, if you just start out in business, it's a good idea, for example, to learn some Uh, something about financials to learn something about bookkeeping so that you know how to do these things if you're you're a comedian for example you have to learn how to tell jokes and how to draw in your audience if you're an actor you have to learn how to act and the same thing how to connect with your audience how that you can really get your audience to take to take part in what you are doing and here it's important when we look at self-discipline and again i'm not going to delve into this too deep but it's very important when we look at self-discipline to not leave anything undone or open-ended when you leave something open or open-ended it's as if it stays in your subconscious mind after a few days it doesn't really bother you anymore or so you think but in your subconscious mind it's still running. It's like a a computer. When you've got a program open, you can minimize that window, but it's still running in the background. It still uses up RAM, and the RAM is the same as your memory. So it still uses up memory, and it bugs you all the time. 
So don't leave anything undone. Where there's anything on a to-do list, whatever, do the stuff or get someone to do it so that it can it can get finished. And at one time in my life, I really had a bunch of stuff that was open-ended and I realized it doesn't really bother me or I thought it didn't really bother me, but it was always there. I see it and I sort of turn away. And after a few days, after a few weeks, it didn't bug me anymore. It didn't bother me anymore. And yet it did. And when I completed those things, I could know that it's no longer there. In my subconscious mind, it didn't bother me anymore. And the thing is, when it takes up so much of your even unconscious memory, it stops you and it blocks you from really starting something new, something fresh, and even to complete something. So self-discipline is very important also to be uh, a finisher that we spoke about in the first point. And then number three is learn how to use your own brain. Now, you know, just as well as I, that we are inundated every day with so many things that are coming at you and I on a consistent basis. And from every direction, the phone ring, emails, everything is coming at you all day long. People want your attention and you still need to do the things that you need to do. And you cannot work 24 hours a day. You need sleep, you need rest, you need just to to um, shut down, just to get rejuvenated again. So you can't go all the time. And for me, it's very important when I'm not in the office, when I go home, I don't want to talk shop. I need to know and I need to be in an environment that's not business related. And that's very important for your relationships with your family, with your spouse, with your husband, with your wife, and with your children. Otherwise, they're going to know, oh, you're always absent-minded and it's not a good thing. So really know those things. And on the same topic, you've got unlimited potential. So use what you have and come up with creative ideas. And by no means, if, if you need to go and study something, do it. Get some information from the outside. But in most cases, you've got the ability and you've got whatever it takes on the inside of you to do what you need to do. Just get quiet, get focused, get focused on your vision and just go and think deep in a even in a quiet environment so that you can delve deep and come up with these ideas that you have and that you can come up with. Because when you train your brain to really work for you, it's so wonderful and it's absolutely to your advantage. And then the the, the fourth point is leadership is practical. And it's actually so simple to be a leader, to be a true leader. And there are four points underneath this that I'm going to mention to you. Now, the first one is to tell. So you tell the people what you want. The second is to show them. And also, as you show them, help them also to do it. Number three is to correct. 
And number four is let them go. Send them. Because when you send them, you basically put a stamp of approval so that they can go out and they can do the stuff on their own. Whereas on the other hand, if you don't follow these four basic principles, you can expect something from someone. If they do it wrong, what happens in many cases? People go and they do it themselves. And these uh, people or this person just decides, okay, I made a mess. I'm not going to touch it again. And that's not what you want. You want people around you that know what they're doing, but it's dependent on you. So let me give you an example. When I was probably about seven, eight, nine years old, I was always very curious. I was always looking at what my dad did, and he was a very practical person. He liked to work on cars. He liked woodworking. He loved lots of stuff. He did arc welding. He made our garden chairs. He made garden chairs even for other people. Sometimes he would make furniture and stuff like that. And this is just a hobby. This is not his job. My dad was a police officer. But I loved looking at him and working with him on these things. And because of his practicality, I started liking to, to do things with him and working on the cars and stuff like that. To the point where I was about eight, nine years old, whenever my mom's sister came to visit, I would always ask her for a, for a car keys and I would go and rotate the, the, the wheels for her. She just accepted it. And I loved doing that. And even at that young age, I was driving her car up and down the driveway. I didn't go on the street. But my dad, he told me what to do. He showed me what to do. And while he was showing me, he allowed me to, to, to do it myself. So he corrected me. And then eventually, I did it on my own. I did not even have to get him to come and check it out and to come and check up on me. It was not necessary because I knew what I was doing. And the same thing with people in your environment. It's so important to apply this principle. And you know, today, I, I look at young people many times today and they just cannot do anything. The other day we were driving and I saw a car parked on the side of the road and I saw there was a flat tire and I saw this young man he was probably around 18, 19 years old, and he was on his phone. He already had the, um, the, the tools, the jack and the, and the wheel spanner and so on. He already had these out, but he was on the phone, so he was walking around the car. So I pulled over and I walked up to him and I said, can I help you? He said, oh, yes, please. He says, I can't get the, this, the, the spare wheel. I can't get it out. So I helped him to take it out and he was quite surprised. He said, how did you do that? Anyway, so we just went on and I said, do you know how to change the, the flat? Do you know how to put the emergency wheel on there? He said, well, you know, I haven't done it for a long time. So I don't know whether he's ever done this, but anyhow. So I quickly did it for him. And you know what? He was so thankful. And although it was, it was busy, so I didn't really show him how to do it for himself. And that was not the, the, the motivation behind this.
but just to stop there for a few minutes, help him quickly, because I knew how to do this. And this is how practical it can be. And many times today, people don't, especially parents, they don't take the time anymore to show their children. They rather pick up the phone, call someone to come and do it for them, rather than to do these simple little things. And this is just a practical example. So that's very important to apply these four things, to tell, to show, to correct someone and then send them and let them do it on their own. And when you apply this in your business environment, you will have people that are reliant, that you can rely on whether you're there or whether you're not there because they know what you expect of them and they know how to do what they're supposed to do. So in summary, just a few principles. You have to learn to think for yourself. You have to learn by experimenting. You have to learn to visualize and you have to learn to apply what you learn to any situation, to every circumstance that that presents itself to you. And when you are able to assess what's going on and to make wise decisions, it'll just set you apart. Now, these were only a few principles. Um, In the next episode, I'm going to deal with a few more of these very exciting and interesting principles. Uh, I'm going to deal on enthusiasm, learn to speak on your feet, persistence and perseverance, and be a life learner. I trust that you found something in this message that can help you as a true leader. And please help me to take this message out by subscribing to this podcast, share this message with a family member or a friend. And as I always ask you, partner with me, help me to take this message out and you can be part of this effort and this drive to enable as many people to do what they have been called to do. You can go to my website, it's sunshineharvest.com forward slash give, S-O-N-S-H-I-N-E.com forward slash G-I-V-E, sunshineharvest.com. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.